Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jumping Trains podcast. I am your host, Ryan Kahn, and how are y'all doing? Are you doing okay? Are you surviving out there? It's a hard world. It's a hard life sometimes, but we all find a way to get by. Not all of us. Some some of us give up, but you guys haven't given up. <laughs> I mean, maybe you have because you're here listening to this. But uh, anyway, today we have a special podcast with a, uh, a, a good friend of mine who... I haven't seen too often lately. Um, it kind of dropped off the map when we uh, both went separate ways in school, but he was a good friend to me when I was going to college. His name is Aaron Bell, and today we talk about life, uh, diff- the, the different bad habits of school teachers, uh, what makes the world go round, and everything else in between. So saddle in, strap your shoes into your feet and your feet into your shoes, make sure you're wearing socks or else that shit's going to stink. And listen in. Thank you, guys. The teacher's responsibility is truly to just be involved in uh, making sure you're you're making the grade. Because obviously, if your grade, your GPA falls and stuff like that, then they might want to be like, okay, so hey, I'm concerned for your 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 well being or your 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 GPA. What's going on? Yeah, that's yeah. where I think, um, as far as being a you know a teacher, to make sure you're being taken care of that way because that's that's their job is to make sure you pass or get good grades and understand material yeah but at the end of the day i'm not going to the school for the teacher's approval i'm going to that school because i want to learn and i have an urge for education sometimes yes and because your parents tell you to go to school or there's outside influences telling you to go to school too well yes but if i didn't have a desire to do it I wouldn't be me personally. I'm not talking about in every circumstance because there are a ton of kids who literally just go because they have nothing else to do and their parents yeah. set it up. Yeah, more. there's always that too. Yeah, I don't know. So I have this one teacher. When I walk in there two minutes late, she she looks she looks at me so sternly and she says, "Stop being late." I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I didn't I mean, realize it's that mean, important." And some to you. teachers, some teachers, uh, like one of my teachers, uh, he just puts he puts a high uh, priority on attendance. He thinks that your attendance should be very. Uh, if you have, if you have great attendance, then you have excellent. Uh, I guess academic futures. Is that does that make sense? Like some. Okay, so some teachers get mad because they're like, hey, um, you know, if you regularly come to class, if you make sure you're 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 paying attention, and if you make sure you go over your notes, you will pass. Yeah. And that's still a part of the whole concept of like, come to class on time, be here, be here and, and, and achieve, succeed. And that's why some people are making a big deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, it's kind of dumb, but I mean, I mean, at the same time, it's not dumb, but it's kind of like, okay, look, I, if I, if I'm late, obviously there was like outside circumstances, like, uh-huh. like traffic. Um, if it was only one or two minutes now, if it was infrequent, like if it's just happening if, yeah, every once happened, in a while, yeah, exactly. like I can understand that. But now if you're coming in now, now I had a teacher last semester. Um, she was my ENC 1102 class and she was like, okay, so when you're walking in here 10 minutes late every day, you're interrupting my instruction. Yes. That she finds rude. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's I, well, how I, it can be rude. If it's yeah. an everyday thing. Yeah. I completely yeah, that's, understand that's that. That's like disregard. But then again, there's also a completely another way there's also a completely different way you can go about it i mean you can you cannot say anything to the person when they walk in you can say hey can you stay here for a second so i can talk to you after class true 
you can you can even joke about it so you're you're pointing it and out sometimes hey, I, people come in late and they forget the key point in today's discussion I'm not gonna say any names <clears throat> brian but you know wait yeah. what oh when when um teachers use sarcasm as a way to joke exactly yeah, yeah, exactly they, yeah, it's pretty cool but but for me to the second i walk into that classroom i'm already ashamed I'm, I already know. I already looked at my clock and realized I'm two minutes late. I'm already like, right. "Fuck!" I feel bad. I don't I, like. But then the second I walk in there, just trying to stay out of the way and find a seat, sh- I'm not interrupting anything at that point. I'm I'm being you're, as quiet you're, as you're possible. Like, okay, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, exactly. Shit, shit, Let me right. just find a little niche. Let me just find yeah. a little niche. But no, she has to interrupt. Well, and the, stop well, being late. Well, but you got to remember. Um, okay, maybe that's okay. You got to go back how she was taught. And then how that person who taught her was taught. Yes. So there's a tr- there's a like linear um, progression or regression of as far as like okay, she was taught this way, so she's obviously going to be this way. Now, if you were to stop her at the end of the class to say, hey, you know, would you mind not like yelling at me when I come into the class? Like, I understand where you're coming from. I uh, see. see now yeah, you you're play, right. Ah, you're see, right. Now you have to. You, what you're telling her to do, you have to do it too, because maybe she doesn't know she's doing it because it's subconscious. It's yes. Not, yes. Uh, and, like she's and, and the conclusions yeah. I jumped to are subconscious. Exactly. As well. so, so I'm trying to impose uh, communication. I'm trying to impose communication skills onto her that I haven't even uh, practiced myself. So, like, literally, you have this point where we are going through a vicious cycle. And, and, and it's not like and some people get mad because some people assume and make assumptions. But I'm like, at the same time, we're trying not to be rude and we're trying to derive the answer or come to the conclusion because yeah. we don't want to sit there and just, you know, sometimes it's, and it's embarrassing like, and it's to like, say, how are we supposed to, do you want us to assume what you, what, what you would assume or do you want us to assume that you don't assume at all? Right, so then, <laughs> You've so got to assume something. This is, the, this is the 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 problem with humanity. Like we're we're kind of just we're we're creatures of habit. We we are creatures of this 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 weird psychological construct where we we decide for each other sometimes, or we we like we jump to the obvious answer, or we we try to infer so much. As uh-huh. if we were the the one like the the real future readers or the, like the real uh, predictors of what the outcome is going to be. So we we get into this tendency of like, oh well, or the have you ever heard of? A, I think this is relevant. Uh, the hindsight bias. Yes, of yeah, course. So well, we, you know what I would have done, or or like uh, what we thought was going to happen, uh, or no, what we I forget how they explain it, but hindsight bias basically, uh, if you're it's like when you're thinking about. If you, oh, it's, it's like Murphy's Law, kind of. What's Murphy's Law? Murphy's Law is like, um, if it can happen or if, if something is bad, it's bound to happen. Or Murphy's Law is like, oh, that, that was Murphy's Law. I knew I was going to drop the soap or, uh, that I, I was think, Murphy's. I think, is that the, I think Murphy's Law is more like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. And that's the hindsight bias. Oh, well, I think hindsight biased yeah, is something different. I think yeah. hindsight bias is when, you get into an argument with somebody, and they're like, "Well, you know what? Screw you! I never liked you anyway." And then, oh. and then they walk away, and you're like, ah, "Wait, wait, wait!" And you're wait, trying to think of something wait, to say. That's different, and that's why I like bringing up. Uh, that's why I like bringing up uh, definitions because hindsight bias, also known as the knew it all along effect or creeping determinism, uh, is the inclination after an event has occurred to see the event as having been predictable despite there having been little or no objective basis for predicting it. So yes. when you're like, when you're like, um, like, oh damn, I knew that was going to happen. 
damn, like, see, see, that's why I told you not to go. I knew but, that was But you happen. didn't know that you was going to happen. You didn't know that happen. was going to happen. So it's a hindsight bias. And then, um, as far as the Murphy's Law goes, um, and I, I love, this is like, it's so interesting because people use it all the time and, like, they don't realize it. Do you have data on that thing? Uh, I'm using the Is that your Wi-Fi. cell phone? No, this is my tablet. <laughs> oh, shut up. Ha! Ha! We live in that new law. Okay. Uh, so Murphy's Law is anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So, so anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And for example, um, so I just don't do anything that can go wrong. So, well, hang on. So things will go wrong in any given situation if you give them a chance. Like you said, don't like make things go wrong. Um, so, an example is a lot of people when they're playing the lotto, or no, 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 no. A lot of people when something bad does happen, they're like, "Oh, Murphy's Law. It was bound to happen." Um, um, and they, 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 and like, it's kind of like a crutch. They're kind of like, they're like, oh man, well, um, you know, like this, this just, this just happened because it was going to happen. Wait, so, wait, so describe it's the kinda, meaning okay, of Okay, so let me, okay, so here, let me, so if there are two or more ways to do something and one of those ways can result in catastrophe, then someone will do it. This is one, one example, um, of Murphy's Law, and then bad things do happen even to good people, considered, for example, the after effects of the most recent earthquakes in California several years ago. Um, entire practices were destroyed in a few minutes. Hard drives, charts, mirrored hard drives. Okay, so this is, this is, hang on, hang on. So I think, I think what it ultimately, com- ultimately comes down to is the power of your own will. Right. Um, like, if you, if you, if you have stage fright and you're about to go up and give a performance, and the whole time you're thinking, oh, I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to mess it up. Right. I always mess up halfway through. I can never get that bar chord right. Uh, right. And then you go up there and you finally, you, you go up there and you do it. And you mess up where you thought you were going to mess up. And you're since you're so consumed by it, mm-hmm. the shame overtakes you. And then you walk off stage halfway finished with your song. And everyone's laughing or just like, what the hell's going right. on? Right, so you created it almost. Whereas, if you were just go up there to be ha- happy to be performing, even if you messed up, you just give you give give the audience a quick smile and keep on going, yeah. and and they're not even going to really notice that you messed up as long as you play it off and have the confidence with uh, about it. Right, and that's something that a lot of people um, attribute to this whole Murphy's Law thing. Um, and I just want to get that one. There's a definition for sure, for sure. Um, so what what's the most recent thing that went wrong in your life? Oh, the most recent thing yeah. that went wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So, um, here's a, here's a good one. Okay. Uh, real quick. The real definition of Murphy's Law, the th- uh, fictitious proposition that if something can go wrong, it will. So, yeah, like the um, being on the stage or in, in a song going, and you're like, oh, God, I'm going to mess up. I know I'm going to mess up. And then it goes wrong because you thought about it. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's your mind state. Yeah. Uh, what you think, therefore, it shall be. Yes. Yeah. So, but, what, but it's not it's not one hundred percent true either. No, it's not one hundred percent true. Because there's chaos. There's chaos. chaos theory says that things are going to be just randomly happening. Like you can't really predict. Well, yeah, yeah. Everything you can't really like. Some things just supposedly happen. But that's another topic. Let me go oh, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. first, yeah, uh, so my the thing that went wrong recently in my life because most things don't go wrong in my life which is kind of cool yeah. <laughs> no I mean well, like, what's your secret man honestly no Let no I because I keep a, a positive mind state I change yeah. the way I think I change the way I look at things and the things I look at change uh-huh. so therefore if I have a positive outlook on most things most things go my way 
because one, I'm planning for it. It, it puts me in a, um, like, I, I want to say it puts me in a euphoric state so that I can do no wrong. Like things do happen that like, but they're minute and I don't, I don't, um, what is it called? I don't, uh, enlarge. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't blow it up. I don't, it's, um, ruminate. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like if it, if it was one small thing that did not, um, happen for me, I don't blow it up and be like, Oh my God, I just, I can't believe I didn't get an A on that, that speech. Like, Oh, this is horrible. And I'm like, and so that creates another mind state, which is negative. And you're just like, so now you expect something else. When something else goes wrong, yeah. you have this big ass blow up. It's a and then this big ass blow up. And this, and then like, that's why we have people who have, um, anxiety, social anxiety. Um, like that girl in class today, she was like, Oh, my speech. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I, I thought I was going to die. I was like, I was like, you're not going to die if you just go in front of people and speak. It's not that serious. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you're not, it's, you're fine. It's 100%. So one thing in my life recently that did not work out, uh, was I was getting, I was applying for food stamps. Cause so when you're in college and in my age, cause I'm 26 and I did, I applied before when I did not have a job and I was going full time and I, I put, I'm a student. They were like, no, you can't have food stamps. Apparently, because of the loans and the grant money, apparently, I don't know why. So, apparently, the government was helping you out too much already, is what they said. Maybe so, but the fact that I happened to get a job, and yeah. so I started working at Walmart, um, they were like, okay, well, now you qualify, uh, you know, you reach the qualifier to have food stamps. So, I applied about, in 2017, around November. No, uh, October. yeah, I think it was November. And so, I was waiting for correspondence. In the mail, email, something. So apparently, I went back to my Access Florida uh, just to check it, and, and like I looked at my account and it said it was completed. I was like, "What? Completed? I didn't." What? Not, I, I, so I looked at the little view notices, and apparently you have to click there, and then you go into like the uh, whether they emailed you or they 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 have letters, they have like documents saying what they've done. They're like, "Oh well, you missed an interview. You didn't call us, um, and so therefore you're denied four months of food stamps." And I was like, "What?" The, but you, you didn't even no know you one, got accepted. Yeah, no one called me, as far as I know. And like, and this is the problem in this day and age. When you call someone and it's important, leave a motherfucking voicemail. Yeah, leave a motherfucking voicemail because if you don't leave a voicemail, and in my own, in my own iPhone, I've set up my greeting and I said, "Look, hi, you've reached Aaron Bell. If you uh, could leave me a voicemail, that'd be greatly appreciated. <laughs> if you do not leave me a voicemail, I may not get back to you. I may not return your call." So I ended yeah, up checking, yeah. and so that didn't work out. So I reapplied, and uh, what's funny is something else didn't work out. Minor thing. Um, so I reapplied, and it says pended. And uh, I know I was in class, and I missed a call from the food stamps people for the interview, the phone interview. And so they said, um, "Yeah, call us back at this number that they gave me, which was an automated line to go in and get information." Because I was in class, and my phone's on do not disturb when I'm at school. Because I'm like, I take my school seriously. Exactly. So. I called back to the uh, uh, eight seven seven number, whatever it was, and they're like, "Oh well, you're in a queue for thirty minutes. Would you like us to have you uh, have a callback? We have a callback system, so we'll call you back um, when a, a person becomes available." So I was like, "Sure." So oh. I put in my number, put all my information in. They're like, "Well, you're going to receive a call within thirty minutes." I never received the call that whole day. You so, got, you got, yeah, you can't. Yeah, so here I am, still expecting a call, <laughs> and I know after a while I'm gonna have to call them later today and try to get through to somebody yeah, again. Yeah, so that those to, are the minute not, things because they because they don't care about no, you no, as an no. individual. Yeah, they they're dealing with they're a sociopathic millions. entity. Well, not I don't think it's on that scale. Think about it. They deal with numbers and free and frequencies. 
That's that's how they that's how they judge every person okay. they look on at. Okay. On on a government level, they have to look at the numbers and the what else? He said frequencies. Frequencies. Like okay. You, like you make data tables. So, uh, welfare. Welfare. Food stamps. Yeah. Um, um uh, social security income. Um anything having to do with taking care of like the old people or the people who are low income. Mm-hmm. Welfare. So, uh, in the United States, there is a, a, a program to take care of welfare. So then there is the idea of um, there are workers in play that take and receive call or like make and receive calls. Um, those people are not sociopaths. Well, yes, the individual organisms right. in it. See, like, right. like you got to break that down. Oh, of course, of course, of course, but. The, the individual, you an entity. There's there's a difference between um, a concept and an entity, and, and, right. and a concept becomes an entity Sorry. when the uh, when it becomes independent of its individual uh, pieces that made up the concept. True. So like somebody had the concept of um, Stonehenge. Okay. And he took that concept and gathered a bunch a bunch of people together to make that concept a reality, and they actually got the stones made, on top of each made. other. Stonehenge. I don't know. I don't think anyone. Ever... I don't think anyone yeah. actually. Knows. Okay, for a second example. Okay, cool. Um, but but now so somebody made But now the 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 parts the 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 organisms that 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 constructed the concept of Stonehenge are gone. Those people are dead. Mm-hmm. But Stonehenge still exists as an entity because it exists independent of its individual creator. parts now. Um, well, it's creator. Yes. So like we are. Entities of course, we're entities from our creator because we don't even know the creator. But as is the company of Coca-Cola, okay, is an entity. The yeah. same way we we exist as oh, an yeah. ecosystem each, with each... millions of bacteria right. helping helping us digest food. And yeah. time, like, like everything in our system it, works yeah. together as as like cogs and gears. Um, in a in a in a company like Coca-Cola, doesn't matter what you remove. You can take out any. Any person, CEOs any branch, and, or, yeah. you know, and it already has a system in place. It already has the gears entities. to replace that person instantly. All right. So at that point, the individual person's opinions don't affect the actual entity of the company. Well, okay. Especially okay. since the second you walk into a company, they're like, "Welcome to the family. This is how we deal with people." That you always talk with a smile on your face. True. True. Like, uh, they, like they, Publix. They, exactly. Ah, uh, that cultish. They immediately, Whoa, they immediately kill uh. all sense of humanity in you so that you can well, pro- propagate wait, their wait at the same time though their they're, they're still trying to what i feel it's not eliminating humanity it's trying to uh show a perfect side of humanity which it's trying is, to show which is like okay per- perfect i have to treat exist. you with a smile like anytime i i see you any customer that comes in the door of a company that i am i'm working for the idea is to greet smile and say thank you for shopping here. Yes. Because the idea is also we come from different lives. We come from different backgrounds, right? Uh-huh. And so somewhere in, along the lines, when you break it further down, uh, instead of corporate, you go to the like the, the community level. Uh-huh. Um, so basically when you say, uh, well, if I come to your house, obviously you're going to welcome me in, right? Of course. You're going to say, hey, man, how's it going? Uh, come on in. And you give me a smile, possibly, because usually you're, you're excited to see me because that's any kind of friend or any kind of associate. That's our social norm is but usually it, to smile and say, hi, how's it going? So then 
I mean, we have to emphasize that in the workplace. If you had, if you came into Walmart, which you know you see this, mm-hmm. if you come into Walmart and you see somebody standing there who's supposed to be a greeter and they're not like greeting you at all, or they had a nasty ass face on and they're just like, yo, what's up? Or you, or they don't even say anything yeah, to you. Just you like know how you feel. You. you know how you feel. You feel like you're not even important for being there sometimes. Oh, well, why are you supposed to be important? I've never. Okay. I've, I've, the only times, even when it's the nicest person ever, it's that one disabled kid who's oh, always at the front. Oh, yeah, right. Hey, how's it go? I, I mean, I always thought it was weird to be greeted for going to a place okay, because listen, you need something. Listen, okay, well, well, sometimes you need I don't need want. to feel special. You I'm need... in there to no, buy no, no. a pack of Pokemon well, cards. I mean, look, look, you don't have to really feel, you don't have to really think you're you're you know you're you're special in a sense but the idea of it is you're a welcomed guest yes i of course of course so you're a welcomed guest in this store so it's it's almost like it's not like i'm trying to say you're supposed to feel important but they want you to feel important but what happens what happens when your doorman is the nicest guy ever, mm-hmm. and uh, you you watch him greet somebody as mm-hmm. they're walking into the door, and the guy who walks into the door walks up to the greeter and says, "Hey, fuck you." Well, that's on that person. They could be having a bad day. They could be uh, ill trained or ill. Of, of course, of like, course. But just... it's, but in the corporate world, the greeter is not allowed to say anything. Well, other yeah, than, because thank you. Well, you. Uh, well, no, 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 not necessarily. Um, I, if I was in that position and someone just came up to me and I'm like, hey, how's it going? How are you? Welcome to Walmart. And they're like, fuck you. I'm like, well, I'm sorry you're having a bad day, but do enjoy shopping here. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lash out as far as this is my job and we are attached to currency like that. So, therefore, we can't do normal things. Like, if we were out and on the streets and this man said, fuck you, I'd be like, hey, yo, what's what's your fucking problem, bro? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Excuse me. Who are you? You know, like, I, I, you, you can't lash out because, again... We also have to maintain professionalism. If you think about cultures like Japan, um, but if there's no fear of anyone lashing out, then what's to stop somebody from well again doing whatever they want? Well, again, when you're going levels deep into that nature of a person, like say, okay, so are you saying um, is there is there ever a time for like negative behavior? Is there ever a time to meet somebody else's uh, anger? As far as workplace, or as far as I'm talking about and, life and in general times. because you well, got to think about it, we're spending eight hours a day inside of a corporate world where we have to we have to not act like ourselves, right? And and that's because you have to represent the company while uh-huh. you are getting paid, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're collecting currency, and if you want to continue to collect currency, you have to abide by the group's decisions to say, hey, the rules are you can't display any negative attitudes because that looks bad on the company. Because even that little beady ant-like behavior is a global scale thing. So if I happen to lash out and cut somebody's throat, like slit their throat, I will be on the front page news breaking, like Walmart associates slit someone's throat um, because he was irate or had an attitude or whatever it may be. And that's going to receive PR, like public relations um, issues and stuff of like that. Course, of and, course, and the, so Walmart, on the, Walmart so one minute little thing like a murder, a mass murder, or the pedophile that was caught at toy, uh, Walmart or Toys R Us, but it, it lashes out. It all depends on how the media projects Pro- it. Projects it. But if I'm a black man and I slit someone's throat and I work for Walmart, black associate of Walmart slits, uh, kills, uh, murders someone, that media is obviously going to be uh, magnified 
and then you'll have issues of Walmart. Well, here's another here's another way you can here's another way you can uh, project it though. Right. Uh, what did you say? Wait, I just started off. Black man at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black okay. Man, black man black... at Walmart slits a throat to save baby from being murdered. But that's not what happened. Well, I'm. I'm... But now you could get into conspiracy theories as but, far but as if if if, it, if they spun well, we're it talking that about way. Hyper, hypothetical situations. Right. If you did spin it that way, you could be seen as a hero for slitting somebody's okay. throat. Okay. Well, also, all the baby murderers will never want to shop at Walmart again. That way, Walmart can be free of baby murderers once and for all. Well, okay. If you if you're gonna, <laughs> okay, if you're gonna go into another category of like how to take the media and make it work in someone's, but I'm I'm mainly going into I'm saying on the topic of. Uh, why we can't express that that feeling of anger or yeah. negative, in, in, you know, entity as far as uh, as far as the entity of Walmart, uh-huh. like and and like what seems like the social pathic tendencies as far as like numbers and frequencies, how frequent someone shops at Walmart, what are the numbers that we're gaining from um, the people who are shopping there? Exactly. So come we, and bring it all a, back. We have right. a large so, redneck population, so we can start selling a lot of camo stuff. Well, and they do demographics like that. They, they, do. they That's how they make their money. I've never seen camo jackets sold at Walmart up north. Never, not once. Yeah, not you know, once. And that's yeah. You, you always see the uh, what is it the um, the moose the. What is that? Uh, Mossy Oaks. Mossy Oaks. I, That's the main brand. Yeah, that people. Yeah, yeah. And I've even seen uh, a whole bunch of black Southern people wearing. And I'm like, I have never seen camo worn. By black people. <laughs> it's very shocking because I was like, holy shit! There is a lot of redneck black people around yeah, here. Yeah. Oh my god. The culture's like starting. It, to, it, it started starting to change to because yeah. back in 2000s, like when I was growing up, um, black kids were not wearing. Um, Mossy Oaks, they were wearing no. like uh, South Pole <laughs> and they were wearing G Unit and all this stuff. And, and, all, and I was like, oh my God, the black community has changed. Like, this is shocking. But, but back to it, if, if I do something as far as uh, lashing out, also I have to live with myself. So as far as my one individual entity, my singularity, as far as how I operate in the world, mm-hmm. I always, integrity, honesty, and... Um, kindness is like my best policy yeah because I, I at the end of the day i was taught to be this way and i was taught um respect others treat others as you want to be treated the golden rule mm-hmm. that's what i live by i wanted to get a tattoo one day like i wanted to be like the golden rule there you go um right but, across your chest though yeah the golden rule yeah like real big letters no 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 just like like you know how they do the filigree oh, the cross or like the, the, uh, the cursive, cursive, cursive yeah, yeah they're, they're just like I got like it. and that'd be cool because it's like that's what I live by. That would be uh, every day I w- wake up, or I probably like do it reverse so I can look at it in a mirror and be like. All right, so here's a question. Yeah. What about what about um, tough love? You mean chastising a child and calling it love? No, oh, I'm talking when somebody when somebody is doing a negative behavior, and the only way that you can help them is like say somebody somebody is madly in love with you but you're never going to reciprocate those feelings and you continuing to talk to them is only going to propagate their feelings and keep them in a bad state okay so have you ever had a situation where you've had to like curse somebody out and like really offend them and hurt their feelings to get them to not care about you anymore because there was no other way to i've dated multiple girls where i've had to um well, with one, my three and a half year relationship that I was like the worst part of my life ever, 
because um, she was just such a dumbass. Like I was just like, you are just this is this is. So I've I've actually I've, I've, I've yelled at the top of my lungs. I've yelled at the top of my lungs at this girl before. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we've had so many arguments and stuff like that. And I've I've been at that breaking point where I'm just like I'm I'm I I I want to hit her. Like yeah. and I never did. I never did. But it was just at that that point, and I'm just like, why the fuck are you so stupid? Like. And so, Wait, so when, as far as, tough as love, it's when you get to that point when words, when you when you realize that words don't mean right. anything so, anymore. Uh, so, so you're like, what can I show you so in physical this, context? This is so with the tough love thing. Um, I have had to tell her as far as it goes. Like, look, because um, at the end of the point that we stopped really dealing with each other, I was like, look, I do not love you anymore, or I do what you're doing to me and the way you treat me like shit and like I don't know why we were off and on but we always came back it's probably the sex it was always come back down to the sex because obviously in some relationships the sex is good and it's like that's all you know and then or that we were both well it's a long story but we were both 18 we both lost each other's uh, virginities to each yeah. other and all that stuff so that was probably the one thing the bond but then um, as far as other girlfriends go like I've had to like my recent uh, girlfriend of one month actually dated her she was a lifeguard here at Daytona State Saying names, I was gonna do that too. I was like, it's it's a little stifling in here. It is. It um, is. Also, I didn't shower this morning, so my pits are. Oh well, you probably. I didn't. I didn't really. Well, right, it's, good. It's, it's too mid, really, man. <laughs> like, look, that's the stench of a mid. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, as far as uh, tough love, as far as I, I, I've had to cut people out of my life. Yeah, I had to be like, look, um, either I just cut them off and just stop talking to them. As far as tough love, or I'd be like, look. You're not good for me. Um, we can't. I can no longer date you. Like you're just not. You're the, who you are is not substantial to me. Okay. And that's as far as tough love goes. Yeah. But as far as uh, so, what about tough love in a corporate world? So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know you love shopping here, but this relationship isn't really working out. I mean, we've seen you steal multiple things trespassing now. Somebody trespassing, <clears throat> getting the law involved. As far as, uh, or you can't shop here anymore. You're banned. But what about? Okay. So what about? What about? There are people, I mean, I don't know how Walmart works, but in Publix, if you complain, mm-hmm. you get something for free. If if the uh, if the deli associate who made your sub had an attitude with you, oh, we're going to comp that sub for you today. You're not going to have to pay for that. We're sorry about the inconvenience. We're sorry your feelings got hurt. So the more you complain to Publix, the more free stuff you get. Semi-sortive, yeah. <clears throat> so that is going to breed a environment of complaining. It's going to breed an environment of, oh, this wasn't exactly to my standards, this wasn't exactly what I expected. That's what it comes down to, is expectation and reality. Well, yeah, there's that level of it, um, as far as, like, I guess, because I was, I was like, what, what do you mean exactly by tough love? What are you trying to... Uh, derive out of yeah so so when like, when so. can you look at when can you look at a customer and say ma'am could you please stop being a bitch i've tried very hard to make you happy in every way possible but i've clearly seen now that there's nothing i can do to help you out so can you please just walk away oh no we can never do that of course well yeah. why not because it's not it's not economic, <sighs> because currency ah! currency it all boils back ah! down to currency okay all right so listen ah. we created this thing called currency and i'm yep. gonna make this the main topic currency <laughs> currency are you listening so look civilizations we yes. used to have barter and motherfucking trade yep. right yeah somehow somewhere we got had we, we, we well, came gold up with a, was really shiny well 
Right, and it was it was it was it was most wanted. It was it was uh, the most sought after thing. So eventually, we I guess naturally we created this way. I'll give you the shiny piece if you give me a piece of that ass or something. You know, I'm not really. Five but chickens. maybe maybe maybe. Well, yeah, you know, food, you know, services, oh, goods. I've had this piece of gold for five years. Every woman I showed it to has slept with me that day. It creates that, that, that exactly. It, it, you and have shiny stuff, and that's where peacock. that's where that's where all the prostitution came up. That's where all the I mean, like this goes back to the beginning of time if you want to say it like like the civilization so um as far as it goes with uh currency so i'm going to bring up united states america the dollar um you know i i always ask people and i, I do this um it's, it's like an experiment a social experiment i say um can money buy happiness oh shit can can um how do you feel about the phrase money buys happiness or money can buy happiness well, what is happiness? You gotta define that first. No, 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 no. Without, no, 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 no. Without going levels deep first, I d- can't can money... not go levels no, no, deep. No, I know, I know. All right, but, but I'll, the I'll idea, be a normal, be a normal, be a be a regular, be a, like, okay, be a, a non-in-depth person All for right. a moment. All right. Can money buy happiness? Well, man. Oh, wow. I mean, like, how much money? We talk okay, about so if I gave you ten billion dollars, ten billion dollars, I could buy a house in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I could have my own private island, sure, uh, private yacht and mm-hmm. private jet, and I'll sleep with as many women as I want, and uh, mm-hmm. try would all the say, drug, try all the drugs in the world. Would you say that makes you happy? Does, so it, See, I can't. I can't. Hang on. Okay, I can't, okay, fine, I can't come fine. at this like so, a normal okay, person. No, okay, so listen. I can't, so I can't so now it. let's let's break it down. Let's break it down. So for a basic example, um, we're musicians. Yeah. And um, I would say playing music makes us happy, right? When you, yeah, when you get to that point when there is there's no other euphoric, thoughts, like yeah, there's, there's no other thoughts. Thing, just yeah. So the, so let's just say for sake stuff. of example, like like this is okay. Cool. Uh, it makes us happy, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so. For again, basic example, how do we get a guitar? Uh, you chop down a you chop down a tree. You carve out the wood. Uh, you look on YouTube to see processes of how to make your own homemade guitars. Um, I don't know how you would make the wires. Interesting, interesting <laughs> concepts. As as far as you being a non-normal person and goes into depth about things, a normal person would say, uh, "I go out and buy it." Oh, of course. So that's the course. first thing that popped in. Right. My head. Well, yeah, you go out and buy a guitar, right? You buy it. Oh, I, I my my favorite guitar um, was a BC Rich uh, Mockingbird. Oh, yeah. I love I love BC Rich. I love the Mockingbird shape. So but that's how we're taught. At hang a very on, young hang on. Age. No, this this is what I'm getting. This is the basic uh, example of it. Does money buy happiness? So. If I go and buy that guitar for three hundred bucks, because that's what it was at the time that I bought it, um, does it make me happy? No. You make yourself happy with what you can perform with the tool. All right. That you so purchased. now you went in depth, but I, on the normal end, uh, as a normal person, they say yes. It yeah, yeah. I got the guitar. Right, I money, money bought me happiness. Now here we go in a little step of a level. Um, so then, after you buy the guitar. Um, or okay, you say okay. Um, you know, I don't. Money doesn't buy happiness because if I bought the guitar, maybe I won't be happy. Um, or some people are like, okay, well, I'm gonna go and uh, buy the materials to make the guitar, right? Yeah. So I get the wood, get the the, the um, I think it's or worms, strings, or whatever 
However, they they put the strings together. I forget what the they there's an actual wire coil. There's an actual well. There's there's some people who make. Oh, I'm thinking of um. There's also other strings. I'm thinking of yeah yeah. I'm thinking of uh, the bow of a of a um, violin violin or something like that. Okay, so some people say, oh, I'll go get the materials to go um make a guitar, and then I'll be happy. Well, how do you get the materials? You either buy the materials with money, currency. Or you buy you, a computer, so you or can, you buy a computer, or you buy all the tools you need to go try to find these materials. But then, if you try to chop down a random tree, you could, but then you might pay a fine because now you're deforesting. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, now money, no, right? No, no, hang on, hang much. on, wait, that's wait, wait, wait. Now I'm getting to my point because the, it, money is always involved in that respect. So let's just say you bought the materials. Um, so you bought the wood, you bought the strings, da da da. You put together this guitar, and yeah. it makes you happy because you get to look at it every day. That was a sense of pride. You're happy because yeah. you learn how to play it. So then it comes back to: Did money buy you happiness? Technically, yes, it did. It was it was the sole proprietor of what you have today. So then, if we we take it another step further, um, so okay, say say you're alive now, you're a human, you're a working person, da da da. Um, what, what are you, like, today, what are you wearing? This is a Buffalo David edition. Where did you get this shirt? How much was, was this shirt? It was a present. It was a it present. Was a gift. Where did they get the gift? You yeah, don't know. Bells, probably. Let's just say they bought it at Bells. Yeah. So you bought this shirt, or someone bought this shirt and then gave it to you. Uh-huh. So, technically, money still bought your, your happiness. You like wearing the shirt, right? It's a nice shirt, yeah? I was not happy when I opened up the shirt. Okay. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a surge of joy. But I you, looked at it, I said... Nice shirt. But are you happy to have gotten something? It was more just the fact that I was opening up a present. More, but you were happy. But that present was made up of materials. I have okay. Well, I have and a, money bought all those materials. I think I have a question that yeah, breaks okay. your entire argument. Let's go. Let's do it. Is money necessary for happiness? Yes. Money. Yes. Money still has to be there to facilitate. Um, can you pay your bill? Keep the lights on. Can you be happy despite the hierarchy of needs not being fulfilled? Okay, so if you're talking about those people who live out on the street and they're like, oh, I'm happy to be out here. I live off the land and da da da, and they live without money, they live off the grid. Yes, you can be happy without money. But is it really feasible in this day and age? Is it really to live without money? Um, it's kind of impossible for us, like in a because sense. Because we live in a society. That's been so, trained. Yeah, exactly. Been, so you can't be right. homeless in a society full of people with homes because right. they're not going to treat you the same way. They won't treat but you the same way. But if you live in a society of homeless people and you're a homeless people person, then you're all going to be on the same page. But at the same time, are are they really surviving? Are they really living? Are they real? Some people prefer it. Some people live out on like lands and yeah, pastures Buddhist or whatever. Buddhist monks live out in the mountains mm-hmm. where nobody can find right. them. And the second somebody climbs up that mountain and stars for like two weeks trying to find the person they finally find the person he's like eh go back home I well, don't want to talk to you right now right but but my whole my whole synopsis is no matter what we do this whole world is geared around currency you can't get away from the fact that if you want to go get some coffee because you want to wake the hell up you're going to go to either a grocery store a fast food chain or something you're going to pull out your wallet and you're going to pay for that coffee with that five dollar bill mm-hmm. You're using currency. Yeah. No matter where we get at, this was purchased with currency. This mic was purchased with currency. Everything was currency. You might be able to take it even one step further and say, well, why do we use currency? It's because I have possession of one thing. Mm-hmm. And I want and it. And you want it. So so, so to replace the, my possession, mm-hmm. you're going to give me a notation, a, a piece of paper with notation on it that represents the object that I gave to you. Well, and, and, so it, can, yeah. it comes down to ego. 
I have a thing, you want it, and I'm not going to let you have it until you replace it with what it's valued. Technically, yes, There's, but there's different levels of that ego, and I'm pretty sure if there was a psychologist listening and, and whatnot, they would probably be like, uh, yeah, there's different forms of ego. Like well, there's you a got super the super ego, ego right? the, you got the id, you've got the, uh, oh, the, the well, ego, you've got the... Well, no, those are those are all forms of subconscious, right? Well, it's it's the subconscious as, as part of it, but the super ego is like that level above the subconscious or whatever. Um, it's what you're consecutively thinking of. If it's I what did you this, think about yourself as. Well, uh, it's more of a mechanism in place to make sure you're um, following your core values, I believe. Hmm. But like a conscience. But, but but that part, I can I have to look that information up because I, I my psychology class it was rocky. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I love I love <laughs> it. It was just attendance. It was just attendance. Um, like sometimes you know just. Um, but I love reading the book reading. But the the whole idea is no matter what we need currency. We need currency to function. Um, it's it creates it's the society. It's it's the rules in between everything. It's like. You know, with the currency, you, you don't go taking something off a shelf without... And you, did you know, um, basically the dollar, it at one point in time, they were like IOUs. Yes. They're literally like, when you receive money from any place, it's like you're borrowing. You're just um, like, well, hey man, I don't, have, I don't have the gold for you today. Can yeah. I write you a note that says right. I owe and, you the gold? And that's why it was, um, someone said, I, I don't know if this is true, someone should look that up, but... They were, they were saying uh, the, the, it's it's literally a, a, an IOU, um, but in a value, in a value. I forget how to explain this, but no, basically it. it's a Federal Reserve note in a form of an IOU. So technically, it's like when I give you $5, I'm lending you, or it's like saying, hey, I owe you uh, if you give me something back when I give you $5. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's like, it's like an IOU note that never gets repaid. All right. Um, is that weird? I don't yeah, know. that's kind of weird. Um, Money is interesting. Currency, currency. What, what about what about Native Americans though? Because apparently they didn't have uh, they didn't have any form of currency, nor did they have uh, the concept of possession. Their bodies, their lands, their deaths, their everything was was what they paid for, or what what would they they. They had it all taken away. Native Americans, like, well, no. Like, what, what, what happened? I'm talking about Native American history. I'm like, man, they they've been. It's worse than Black history. Of like, course, so of course, sad. of so course. Sad. But but the idea was back in the day, if there was a thing, the thing belonged to everybody, and there and if you were going to take a thing, you left a thing. There was there there wasn't really, like there wasn't really an idea of this person owns this because that that's what I was trying to get to right. with the whole right. uh, the, the whole idea of ego. Uh, I I have this, and I don't well, want to lose the value. So you can have it as long as you give me right. the value. You got to give me something in return. And but that's at the greatest game of things. But but here's the thing: if right. I have this laptop and I'm not going to do anything with it, it's just going to sit in the back of my car and collect dust. Whereas you really need a computer, and I could give you this laptop, and you could use this laptop to start up a business and and generate thousands of dollars of of income, of, of income yeah. just with this little tool that in my hands was worth absolutely nothing and your hands was worth way more so it would it's smarter for everyone in the society if i just gave you the laptop yeah i mean and then not and then even then it would help out with rapport now i'm friends with uh, a company owner billion exactly man all right well at the same time the world doesn't work like that. Not right now, but that doesn't mean it can't. Well, well, it can't. Why? 
Because honestly, never say never. That's a dangerous. That's oh, a dangerous. I never said never, but I just said it can. Can't. Um, uh, it, it, it's can it's hard. Not. It cannot. Um, that can. Cannot. That cannot. also means it can though. Cannot. If it can not. Oh my god, you're wordplay. You should be a rapper. <laughs> just become a rapper. Just become a damn rapper and call no, it. No, I need. I need um, to have like five drinks in me before I start rapping. It's oh, bad. It's pretty easy. A's and B's and C's make up ones, twos, and threes, and now you got yourself a rap. Anyway, um, I'm pretty sure that was uh, Jackson Five. A B C's, one, two, threes. It's a rhyme. Just spoken in a different way. Inflection of speed. So anyway, um, yeah, man, currency, This the systems we have in place are keeping a world together. And I think if you try to deviate from that, you may get people who will want to deviate. But in yeah. the grand scheme of things, the, the amount of people... Now, if that was like a group of like 30 people, and you say, look, this is the way things are going to be, you can choose to either have currency to replace what um, I give you, or you can choose to trade... Or you could choose to just give me what I need and, and, you know, work towards a higher goal. Maybe half of people will be on your side and half of people will be opposing. Because we are still individuals. We or still tribal. Have... We, we, like, we, like, we, we, we need to pick sides. Well, right. And or that's... we like to until we well, realize what we're doing. Well, yeah. Um, it's when... like when you walk down the... It's like when you're walking down the street and you see somebody hit the other person. You immediately think, well, why the fuck did you hit that person? Right. Some people may jump in. Some people may mind their own business. Some people may be like, some people might be like that bitch deserves yeah, it. Yeah. Or some people, yeah. So, but that's the world of psychology. That's the world of like, we live in a world with 7.3 Team billion Edward, people. Team Jacob. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> so, so, Gryffindors, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. We live in, in the world of classes. Um, you know, this, um, preconceived notion of different races but we are all under one race which uh-huh. is the human race and we are homo sapiens or homo sapiens excuse me homo, homo sapiens no no not homo <laughs> I'm of, i always do homeopathic and homo sapiens sapiens together for some reason phonetically but homo sapiens um we're, we're one race so i don't think there's any way you can say we can't use currency or we're not we're everyone wants to get to this beautiful your euphoric world where oh that'd be nice if we could just all love one another and we can just no violence and, and i'm like that's never gonna happen yeah i mean unless you in the respect of the only way that can actually happen is if we all died out and we were living on another plane of a realm or something like that or if we were living in where where we weren't physical beings maybe um and we were just spiritual entities floating around just for the sake of argument like just i'm just imagine like we were just astral beings just hi hello there hi and we, we just share a kindness we just share a an ability to just kind of um just like a just like a, just like a quick merging hey this is who i am this is what i'm about i'm a little cloud all right bye bye yeah well like yeah passing energy i mean because as long as we have this physical world look at all look at all that humans have done over the entire his course of history since we, we, we can go back, we have created things, we have destroyed things, we have fought over things, we have fought over land, we have killed, we have raped, we have done all this stuff. Um, this is just the way the world is, and there's no real explanation, there's no real, well, I mean, what, we what have theories. It? Yeah, there, there are theories, but I mean, like, if you look at an ant, if you take an ant and drop it in an ant farm, uh, and you watch it over a period of time, yeah. it's going to start digging tunnels and it's going to cre- create a complex structure. You look at a bee over time, it creates a hive and starts producing honey. What are human beings producing? Well, we're producing some type of, um, as far as it goes, what we're doing is producing stuff to be decomposed or 
Um, we are not really. I mean, we're we're producing some mega structures. We're we're producing some buildings and. But what things. was what was the first first thing that was ever invented? There's, I mean, there's two oh, I can wheel, think of. The wheel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We that was that was technology. Yeah. Exactly. It, it helped us perform our lives more easier. efficiently. Yeah. Or easier or efficiently. And or... ever since then, we've been producing more technology to help our lives. We have gadgets. Yep. Yep. But now everyone is more anxious and stressed out than ever before. Even though we have everything doing everything for us. Not necessarily. Not yet. Huh? We don't have. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're not, even, we don't we're have not robots. Even, we're not even a type one civilization. We, right. Yet. We don't even have robots working for us. We don't put our credentials. Log in. Like, hey, go to work, robot A one. You know, go go work my job so I can become. I can be a human being and actually print, uh, paint, or or be creative or whatever it is that you're trying to do. As far as um, being a human, why is this? Where where is my? Oh, this thing. This thing. I was like. My hand in that is, reflection. Yeah, I was like, my hand is controlling this, this, this <laughs> light. All right, um, but no, we haven't got to that point where everything is being done for us. And if you look at some of these cool animes out here, um, I just watched on Netflix, uh, Blame, with an exclamation mark, uh-huh. uh, Blame. Um, it, it was this, these robots we used to control, and then they, they, we lost the control. So this one um, sentient being, um, he was a human, but he took on a, one of the safeguards they're called safeguards that go around eliminating humans he took on one of their bodies um in a human form and he was trying to go find this uh the people a human being that had a net terminal uh gene meaning they go around and they can they're able to naturally control the humans uh because he was going to be able to um, get them to you know stop these these robots from taking like so what do they do like just tune into the brain frequency or something um actually he 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 used the uh the robotics of the actual safeguard that goes to eliminate the humans he used that body to scan and search and and see if in their dna they have this ability to control the robots because back in, in i guess in this synopsis of the story um for this anime uh the the I guess the human race created robots to make life easier to do all this stuff and there was builders and they were building the city they were continuing to build this futuristic city city so somehow um, within the void or the uh, the quantum brain of the computer or whatever it was an entity the authority they called it um, they lost control and so the the city itself decided to exterminate humans mm-hmm. because they don't belong there they're anomalies yeah so basically um veering off into that that conversation it's like they ended up changing this i don't know they just like they just lost control of of this was a, a the science fiction of like um ai took over and started destroying all humans. Yeah, Matrix. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the Matrix. Really, really, really There's a million ones. different ones, but I don't. I don't, I don't even think that's possible. Yet, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we were t- talking about civilization and technology. Civilization, and technology, um, making our lives easier. Do you know what? You, but yeah. going back to anime. Yeah. Did you ever watch Death Note? No, I don't. See, I, I'm kind of biased with animes. Um, it's one of those things where um, after taking four years of Japanese. Um, I have a healthy respect and a dignity for being an American citizen that likes Japanese culture. Um, and there was a lot of things that I saw in, in the youth and stuff, make no offense to anyone, but as far as how some people blow up 
some Japanese culture, like, oh my god, this anime is so awesome, oh, Naruto, oh, one Shippuden, or, or, or uh, One Piece, and all this, yeah, they, like, yeah. they blow, and they, they the weeboos, the weeboos that are, they exist, yeah, um, the people who are super centrated or focused on Japanese culture, like, they're like, oh my god, live and breathe the anime, yeah, I want to yeah. go, I, I know, to, I know like, a girl right, who yeah. loves Japanese rap. Yeah, but I play her an actual English rap song, yeah. and she says, "I can't understand. Oh, I can't. That. I, can't I can't understand anything that they're saying." And I'm like, "Do you even but understand you, Japanese?" Exactly. No, she doesn't. Right. That's the thing. But no, so so they have. Um, <laughs> and, and my uh, there's a word for it. That, that's like, that's like reverse racism, right? They're they're infatuated. They're infatuated with the Japanese yeah. culture, and it's it's obsessive uh-huh. infatuation. And that's that's where I have the problem with. So a lot of the stuff that uh, I liked. Um, was stuff that not many people know about. Gotcha. So the anime Dino. But coil, that's that's you know bias. That. That's bias on your part too. Yeah. That's saying I'm I'm not gonna do this because other people like I, it. I, I, oh, no 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 no. Either way, either you not, do something well, because people like it, or you don't do it because people like it. Either way, it's still for them. Right. No no no. So like, don't get it confused or twisted. I understand where you're coming from. I'm saying I am biased against some animes because some people have did done an extensive, like obsessive, like. Oh my god, this is the best series ever. It's like completely fucking awesome. And they blew it up so much and talked about it so much, I lost interest in it. Yeah. Yes, I did I did exercise that bias. I'm like, you know what, because you like this so fucking much, I don't want to be like you, so I'm gonna be over here. Yeah, it's like, like when you're that. jamming out, it's like when you're jamming out to I don't know, some A C D C Right. And then you see this asshole over to the right at the at the stoplight next to you and he's got like a pink mohawk and he's like smoking four cigarettes at once. And he just looks like a douchebag, and he's singing the exact same song on the exact same. And you're same like, oh, oh, I gotta turn no. this off. I'm never listening to like, that song well, again. And like, so yeah, that's that's kind of how psychology works with some things. If you see an adverse reaction to something that you might like, you start. You're like, you know, now I don't really. Oh, oh, do you all like this? Oh, fuck! Now I gotta change it. I gotta get a better band. But like, as far as anime goes, when I see people going obsessively crazy because I've done the studies of Japanese culture and stuff like that too, it kind of pisses me off because I'm like, bro, calm in Japan? down. No, I want to go. I'm yeah. like, I still want to travel. Well, there you go, go talking like you're an expert in Japan. Um, You've never even been there. No, 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 no. I didn't say I was an expert in Japan. I mentioned. You said you on, have studied Japanese culture. I studied culture. Japanese culture. I did not say I was That's an expert. True. That's true. Hang on. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. See, we do that uh, jump into conclusions. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. we do that assumptions. But I, and this is something that as far as how we are, as humans, we, we, we rapidly are processing information. So sometimes, yeah, we error and we think that something is being stated, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's just our human synapses. We're just like, oh, he studied Japanese, so he must be an expert. Or like, he thinks he's an expert because he studied Japanese. We do that. It's okay. It's not, like, you know, rude or anything. Like, some people, it's more rude than others, to, you know, assumptions. But as far as Japanese culture goes, the four years that I was taking it, or three and a half years, however it went, uh, I really fucking loved uh, what I learned about their food, their their provinces, their uh, main languages. And so, again, when it goes to anime, like, oh, my God. I'm just like, calm the fuck down. Like, you would say Death Note, where all these teenage little... They're like, oh, I have my Death Note book. Or, like, I, I know the, the synopsis of it, like, whatever you put in there, like, uh, he'll kill the person that you put in there or something like yeah. that. Um, and I'm like, okay, that sounds like a cool story, you know. Um, am I interested in watching it? Not really, um, because of what I've seen around it. Like, would I give it a chance yeah. and watch well, one episode? I mean, honestly, you know, the, yeah, the, the, I, the, I prem- yeah. the premise is all right. What honestly made the anime good, I think, was the pacing and the the, the pacing, the, the storytelling. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, what sold me on anime is I always hated anime mm-hmm. when I was a kid oh, wow. until I watched the first few episodes of Death Note. 
Okay. And somebody somebody had told me it was like so somebody had explained to me the premise, mm-hmm. which was basically uh, angels and demons all have this book called a death note. And whenever it's time for someone to die, they okay. write down their name and explain how they die. If they don't explain how, then they just have a heart attack and die in like the next 30 minutes. Oh, wow. But you can explain every bit of detail you want of how they die. And like if you want them to uh, if you want them to cut their own leg off and use their blood to make a painting on the wall, that's what they'll end up doing. Right. Um, so what happens is one of these angels get bored and drops his book down. Uh, down from the heavens and it lands on earth. This one kid at school um, sees it land on the ground, goes over and picks it up. It's got like a rule. It's got like an instruction piece. Yeah, so he knows that. Yeah. But he's like, oh, this is some kid's joke. Anyway, halfway through the episode, he learns out, he learns that it actually works. And then he learns, well, if this was given to me for a reason that I have to take, uh, I have to take action and some, actually make that reason a reality. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was extremely egotistical. Mm-hmm. But there was this one scene where he just starts researching all the pedophiles and oh, and shit. sexual ass, uh, assaulters and all, all the all the all the just nasty Nastiest. criminals yeah. he could and it, it was like a, it was like a 60 second scene of like this crazy very powerful classical music playing in the background mm-hmm. while he's just like scribbling remember, name, after name, after name, name after name after Japanese name after name anime yeah but, yeah 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 but, but like he's like he's like he's like, he's really just writing names but like the way that the art the style they, is making yeah. him do it is like yeah. his hands like going all yeah, over the place exactly. it was so intense and then like intercutting him just writing in a notebook or all these people all like it'll jump to like that person in this in this town he'll just immediately drop down and die and then this person drops down and die well, and it goes yeah. back to him writing uh that scene was extremely powerful and really well made. Yeah. And that's what sold me on anime. Well, that's... And that's good because each anime has a specific um, climactic value or they go into the... De- like, the, the the art of it or they go into the... Like, there's there's different... Uh, oh, ooh, and um, this is what's cool, too, because uh, there's the Kyoto Prefecture, there's the Okinawa pre- pre- Prefecture, there's the Tokyo, and, like... Um, there's there's multiple and those are just the, some of the main ones that people know of. But in each of those districts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the art is also different yeah. too, and it's amazing because sometimes the art or whoever the artist is, like um, I know a lot of people know about Howl's Moving Castle. Uh huh. Um, my neighbor Totoro. Um, Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli, but the the artist Miyazaki. Yes. Yes. He if you research where he's from. Uh huh. You could see some of the similar art form. Um, there was an anime Dino Coil that not many people know of. Which one is that? It's called it's D E N N O U Dino, and then Coil C O I L. And um, this is a really interesting anime that came up in the I think is either eighties or nineties. Um, but what was so cool was they used virtual reality glasses to see. Um, sentient beings um interacting with their their they actually this was everyday augment reality glasses yes, that yes, they were wearing yeah and AR i and i was VR. like yeah AR, it was mixed reality because they literally were interacting with uh they had like a puppy um that always could follow them around a virtual puppy like it was a very but what were were the entities digital or were they, they were digital they yeah they were digital. digital it's so like um but you, they're you actually could, you could lift they up actually manipulating Y- yes. Or is it like is it like a com- uh, a computer system inside the building is making so making this, this thing this, this city, ma- making making the 
making the awning flap down, but when you put on the augmented reality, you can see there'll it's be a, a hologram. Doing it. Right. So that was what's... Yeah, Pulling, same, yeah. Pr- same, same idea. Is mm-hmm. uh, the city. The city was controlled by these sentient beings, and they had um, these uh, tracers, or these, uh, uh, I guess... Yeah, I, I see sentinels. They had sentinels that would go around destroying uh, this little digital fog because it was bad code. It was coding. That was affecting streetlights. That was affecting... Um, it's a very interesting A gene anime. mutation. Um, basically in the code. In the code. Yeah. So AI somewhere fucked up or something like that. And, and so this sentinel being robot thing um, in this anime would go around laser beaming the, the dark fog and destroying the data. It's very interesting anime, and that, not many people know about that it. That reminds me that that's like that's like what CRISPR does with DNA. Yes, yeah, because yes. there are random CRISPR. mistakes yeah. and, and mutations, and CRISPR runs CRISPR up and down looking for that the, and destroying the, the, it, and we're replacing it with what's supposed to be there. Yeah, CRISPR is the that scientific research uh, group that created the machine that could go in and almost rewrite. It's not. It's not. It's not even. It's not a machine. Not a machine. It's not like yet. it's like a bio. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's a. It's like it's like an actual biological piece of our DNA that, oh, that so naturally that's... looks for mistakes. So it lo- it looks for cancer cells before they propagate. Wait, I thought CRISPR was an acronym for one of the things. It's the type of research they do to go in and rewrite the gene- genome, or no, not the genome, but re- rewrite the. Okay, well, well, I think what CRISPR what CRISPR is is CRISPR is the tool that they use to manipulate that part of our biology. I could be completely wrong on this because I researched it a while ago. And yeah, we, it's kind someone, of foggy. Someone look it up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone's gonna be yelling at us on yeah, the other yeah, side. But um, what's that? What's that? Uh, Before we go into it, it is. Three o'clock. We've been talking for an hour and we an haven't hour? even touched on music. Oh my god! So this is, this is something for you to release. Um, wow. So that's probably going to be uh, this is a different segment. Different. different I don't know, man. Like it really, it really it? doesn't matter. Um, like if there's if there's ever any like I'm not I'm I'm gonna look through it all before I post anything. Yeah. There's, I mean, because I mean I was also kind of hesitant about talking about our workplaces. Um. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you know, I mean... Oh, trust me, look, I'm in look, college. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even worried about Walmart like that. Exactly, um, exactly. And they don't... I mean, if, if, I mean this is uh, also what I love about America is freedom of speech. Yeah, exactly. And you can't you can't stop somebody. <laughs> and even if uh, one of my managers heard of it or heard me talking about uh, Walmart, and I've, I've had nothing good... I mean, nothing but good things to say. Um, I'm not too worried about that uh, because that part of me, uh, I still believe in freedom. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not chained to my workplace. So I'm like, I, I actually don't give two fucks. But it would really know? suck if you wake up one day and find out that you're fired because the wrong person listened to a podcast on a... That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I look, I'm, like I said, I'm in college. That would be a harmonic convergence. Oh, trust, tr- yeah, Chuck, trust, like, th- what's interesting is I have had, since I was 15, about 23 or 24 jobs, or even more, in my lifetime since 15 to 26. I... I the ability to get a job is there and it's present. And I've, I've, and, and people do this because sometimes they stay and they go to a place. People are disrespectful as hell. They walk off and they leave yeah. and they never come back. Um, I've worked at like Taco Bell, Wendy's, Hot Topic. And when you Dollar go in Tree. there, ask to talk to the manager. Don't walk up yeah, to the oh, clerk who's been oh, working man, there for we can two have months. A, we can have a whole subject of how to get a job. I can tell you hands down. I kind of feel like I'm an expert on how to get a job. It's so nice. It's so I've easy. Never, I've never wanted a job somewhere and not gotten it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've always been able to go in there professionally, speak to people. I would ask for a manager. or I, well, Here's my three-step uh, equation for that. Um, if you see a job, Apply first, call in second, go in consistently, 
or you, you be consistent with the calling and go in consistently and you go in looking nice, bring in a, a copy of your resume, bring in a copy of your damn degree, yeah. like make it look like, Hey, I'm somebody important and you need me as far as, um, you know, making you more money or I'm so presentable. I am so professional. You, you actually want to, you might have the interest in hiring me. Yeah. And, you know? and they might not even look through half the stuff that you give them, but the yeah, fact but they that see you the gave resume it to them. and the degree usually, um, cause as far as me working with these different jobs, I've talked to different managers at the same time and I've de- derived, um, what managers look for. And most times they would look at how you're dressed, whether you have a nice smile, whether or not you smell. And then as far as going into your credentials, they'll see whether or not you graduated high school or if you have a college degree. Usually they, they, they barely really worry about that. And then they, they look at um, your availability the most. True. Um, so if you can follow those three criteria as far as uh, if you have open availability or if you have if you have what they need, because that's what I also call and ask. I'm like, so can I speak to a, a hiring manager? Hi, yes, I'm looking for a job. Or, I, or I, sometimes I don't even say that. I'm just like, hi, uh, my name is uh, such and such, and um, I'm uh, looking for some work. Opportunity. Yeah, I'm looking for an opportunity to uh, grow in advance, and I would like to uh, see what, what positions you need filled. See what positions you need filled. I'm not saying, oh, I need a morning shift. I need, And then based on what they give you, you can work them, mold them to what you need. Yeah. Because if they say, oh, well, you know what? We do need some morning people. Oh, well, I can be that morning person for you. Uh, yeah, I'm available uh, 7 a.m. to... And you can literally open up your availability to those mornings and, and kind of switch everything out the way. Yeah, I do you know? yoga in the mornings, man. It's not going to work well, I'm out. I'm sorry, man. I can't I skip my caramel well, macchiato at Starbucks oh, to go well, work some job well, at some place at 7 in the morning. It's not going to work out for my schedule. Obviously, you don't like making money. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like currency. You know? like, obviously, uh, you have things, you different priorities. So yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, uh, <laughs> if you can't skip that morning latte, that that coconut latte or whatever you're drinking, this is not going to work out for then, you. Um, that sucks for you. Yeah, man. Not, you know, see, see it as the door hits you on the, the way out. Uh, have a nice one. And that's how oh, most man. of the younger society kind of gets to too. They, they want to do other stuff, but they don't take precedence on And I'm speaking from example and from experience. I um, spent a lot of money, a lot of time wasted um, buying video games and, and, and going and trying what to hang out with friends. Oh, dude, I, I'm an Atari uh, Atari, baby. what? My, because hang on, hang on. Like asteroids and stuff. Uh, Galaga, Galaga, Galaga bro. Um, Old so, school. Like I started out. Um, my stepdad, he married my mom when I was uh, six. Um, do we have more time? Yeah. yeah. Time? I mean, okay. uh, there's no cutoff limit. We can oh, really? talk for as much as we well, want. Well, podcasts. How? How? Uh, like um, Spotify. Don't you see some podcasts? They don't go like past a certain time. And then they do episodes. Like they continue on to the next. Um, episode, and that's how you can keep going. Like, we'll talk about this later, and we write True. notes and I stuff mean, like that. You can put it into a show form. I could. It keeps listeners coming back. I could. That's what I do for it's my, amazing. that's what I do for my NEN podcast. Yeah. I don't have it on Spotify, but I have it on Google Play and iTunes. Um, and it, we, I mean, we could do a six hour session, but I only release well, what's, it in 30 minutes. Cool, well, what's cool is, oh, well, that's, uh, that's a lot to keep up with. Okay. That's, that's, that's a lot of, uh, I would I would say six hour sessions do that in an hour and a half. Well, yeah, but we're not we're not really telling okay. a story here, nor are we trying to really educate people. No, we're yeah. just trying to have a conversation. Yeah, we're, we're trying to keep the flow well, going. Well, that, and, and yeah. honestly, when, when yeah. I listen to when I listen to a podcast, even though it might be of two really cool people who right. are intellect who are intellectuals and can teach me something, mainly the reason I'm listening to them is because I'm alone and I have no one else to talk to. And I'd rather be listening to two people have a conversation than sit there in silence. This is so depressing. Oh, my God.
But it's not. It's not. It doesn't, it's, I mean, oh it's, it sounds depressing. I know, it sounds I know depressing, but I'm, it's not even like it's that. It's like I'm so sorry. It's just like so it's sorry. just like. Well, no, because I could. All, I always have somebody to talk to. Right. If I really wanted to. Yeah, motherfucker. But, call but, me. but not everyone is as as as, yeah. as so open and, and 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 intellectual as as you are. Yeah, I know. It's shocking. I'm a rare breed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially being a black guy. Intellectual Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> uh, like, um, well, no, because it's it's true. Uh, we don't have a lot of black oh, people man. in our community who are Will Smith, or you know, because you, when you think about educated black men, you think about some of the stars like uh, Will Smith, or you think uh, about Morgan Freeman. Uh, Morgan Freeman, right? You think about all these black actors, or because in the, the community large, it's usually um, a lot of black men or women they grow up to play sports as well like nba football and that's what they know in their community their, their town um and then when you go further into like the the cycle that they have it's like they you know they books music poetry like there's some people who like spoken words there's people who the black people that like to read and they're novelists too i'm not saying that they, they don't go into other segments of um, academics and and or um, what is it uh, interest or skills or or um, hobbies or something like that maybe you lost me I got trailed Sorry. off my thoughts well, for a second well no you're fine you're fine I'm I'm just saying that the like it's very interesting as far as who I am I do feel like a rare breed and some people have told me like you're a rare person to speak to and I'm happy to have met you because. Um, Man, you know, a lot a, of people don't actually get to carry on a, like a real conversation with most black people. If yeah, you notice, yeah. like it's usually so no, you know, so nigga, you know, so you doing that stuff over there, man? Yeah, you doing that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I know you like that shit, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I'll it's catch real, you later. It's real yeah, quick, yeah. Real or cool. like it's very brief. Where they're they're trying to be cool, they're trying to have something, and they speak in ebonics or they speak in slang, and they do these slurs. And I'm not trying to be racist or or um, prejudice or anything, but this is my observation as far as growing up in a black community. I'm black, and literally... Yeah, um, no one can see you. <laughs> and, right, right. So, and I have to, um, you know, uh, make that known because most people, when they hear me through um, recordings and stuff like that, they think I'm white. Yeah. Or uh, when I answer the phone, hey, hello, hey, this is Aaron. I can help you. They feel like I'm the whitest guy ever. <laughs> and then, but then, then when they come in, oh, they're like, they're like oh my God. Way. Whoa! I thought you were. Trip. I thought you were white then. I'm sorry. I'm like, why are you apologizing? Um, I speak American English. I you... speak the Queen's English. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> there's no such thing as speaking white. There's no such thing as speaking black. You know, that's just a derivative of speech. Have you ever gone through a, a McDonald's at like two o'clock in the morning and be like, "Hi, can I have like two McDoubles and a large macchiato? Thank you." you. Get to the other side, and then it's just you. Thank you. Oh, my God. No, I, I have not like you, personally you, done those, over, those tests. Over, over the intercom, you have the highest voice possible. And then when you actually get there, you don't say anything to the very end. And it's the deepest voice you can possibly make. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, no, I have not done that. I, um, I I haven't found the time to do social experiments like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, often, I, I don't eat out often. I eat out, girls. Just I not do. often? I eat I, I, specifically if there's listeners, the women. I do eat out, but I do not eat out uh, fast food. Eat out at fast food restaurants. He just wants to make sure everyone's. But clear every on woman this. needs to know that I do love eating out. So if you, 
I think Aaron here. The master of tongues. <laughs> the master of the tonguing. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But the I captain just, of Cunnilingus. No, uh, <laughs> yes. But no, it's it's funny because uh, a lot of people they'll say, "Oh, I don't like eating out," and I'm like, "Oh my god, did you just say that in public?" But they're and they're talking about restaurants, and I'm like, no one ever hears replays what they're saying. Sometimes, sometimes, in in well, in my my brain and what I do is when I hear. When I and when I'm speaking, I'm always replaying it instantaneously. As yeah. far as my, maybe being a musician or whatever, but I'm always hearing what I'm saying, and I'm like, "Oh my god, did I just say I don't like eating out at McDonald's?" Or like, <laughs> or like you, you have to like, you have to say it, and because you're in it, the McDonald's bathroom eating some girl out. Well, that's not. Well, that's not. That's well, not. I don't like eating out at McDonald's. <laughs> Man, I don't like eating you out at McDonald's, but um, and it's 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 always interesting how like. You hear these things come yeah. up, and I'm just like, why don't, like, you know, like, in, in, in the gay community, why don't they say, like, I, well, no, now they do, never mind. I just try to, like, put the spin on male and female, like, the male says I'm going to eat the girl out, and the girl says I'm going to go down on the male. But then it's like, in the gay community, you, I guess you can eat out a guy, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just ass to mouth or something. That's not, yeah. yeah. So I just, I just... Say, so, yeah, I just found it. Yeah, I was, I was like, wait a second. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that applies too. And and that's I, funny when you, when you, yeah. when you ruin your own statement. Yeah, you know, halfway through the statement. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh wait, that does. Yeah, yeah. And you, that, like I said, I replay things back. Yeah, and I'm like, oh Lord Jesus. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just interesting. It's it's interesting the people I've met and the people who have met me. They're like. You're an interesting black person. Like, no offense. I mean, I mean it in a good way. Like, you're, and, and like, I've had a customer yeah. at my job before be like, you know, it was very nice talking to you. I don't talk to many black people like this before. Um, and it's, and I was like, okay, well, I'm happy to be um, of an eye opening, eye opening experience for like, not all black people are what you see on comedy shows and movies and, and like NCAA it's a it's Miami. a yeah, and it's a real thing. It's a real thing. We don't get to talk about this out in the community. I think um, enough. Like we don't get to make friends, like interracial friends and stuff, and we don't talk about this stuff. And, and then, um, what is interesting? The phenomena of all these white people listening to hip hop. <laughs> I, oh. I now now what's funny is this has been happening since the dawn of hip hop and rock and everything. Yeah, white people have been listening to hip hop. So and with all the black people who are probably listening, um, they have been listening like Run DMC and and all the old like Tupac and stuff like that. Now probably not as open as they are doing it now because now there's you know the white kids booming their their bought car from their parents. They're they're going down the street. Yeah. Boom. When you hear that, when you get when you get out of your car at, at school, right, and you hear another car blasting, beat the pussy, beat the yeah, pussy, yeah. beat the pussy, and then you, and you, and you see the guy, you see the guy get out, and it's a and big, it's just, fat, nerdy white kid. Yes, and I'm like, and I'm like, holy shit! But now, so now they're more open. They're more. Um, they're like not afraid to listen to hip hop now. I guess because now it's more socially accepted. Because back in the day, it's kind of like if you saw a white dude listening to hip hop, they were wiggers. Oh, yeah, wiggers, yeah, wiggers, yeah. right. So uh, uh, the See, black I'm, community I'm, I'm, considered, oh, wow. yeah, the black it's community considered their, yeah. Now they're like black people, are like, oh, okay, cool. That, that that boy's down for you know with. You know, okay, he he cool, he cool, he cool. Because I grew up in a Christian yeah. family, and yeah. I I wasn't allowed to listen to rap. 
Yeah. And I was also wasn't allowed to listen to like Britney Spears and, or like death metal or something like that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Unless it was Christian, which, which I realize now that a ton of these bands that label themselves oh. as Christian, yep. they're just regular bands. Yes. They just take all the curse words out and they're like, Hey guys, we're going to appeal to this demographic. And that's how they make their money too. Exactly. Because that's a currency, you know, like that, that, uh, that's what it boils down to. But yeah, that, that's, you're exactly right. Like, it's all about how we fashioned everything. Where are the Christian? Where the Christian gangster rappers? Oh man, they, are they exist. There? Are they there? Let me tell you. No, seriously. Like, like, no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. What was that? That horrible YouTube video of like the the white pastor doing the Jesus rap. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the black people or the black community who are rappers. Um, they have started making Christian hip hop. There's Christian. Uh, trap music there's uh, christian they like, make it they make you know it, what it is though it's it's like it's like a love song and they just like no okay well, no, it's okay. real it's it's real they're taking like the elements of um real trap music and they're turning it into like you know jesus jesus found me on the, the strip and now i'm doing better because i don't give a shit I'm putting away drugs and I, you know, you know, like they're making it, (laughs) they're, they're doing real rap with it, but they're making it about Jesus or they're making it about God. Be like, yeah, God bought me on my, my, when I was the lowest of lows, I get on my knees and I pray and I do what I, you know, and they like, so they, you know, they make it really elements, like elemented. How far can you possibly go with that? You can go as far as you want to, as far as going back to Babylon (laughs) well i think i I think i think i think a lot of people especially people who talk about god's will Mm -hmm. it's all it's all pure projection of themselves are we about to go into that discussion oh my god i don't know oh my god that's that's i don't know did i I just said i just said i just like we need hours, hours, <laughs> hours, um, right. hours, right, hours. Man. Yeah, no, 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 because well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start wrapping this up, though. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely. Because then this is my day off, and and then I've got something. How long has this been going? An for? Hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, Honestly, I was hoping for like 30, 45 minutes. Um, so well, this, this is, is pretty this good. Is, yeah, this, this is, is the start good. of something new. Yeah, it's the start of something <laughs> new. High School Musical, yeah. All right, no, I wasn't a Disney kid, but uh, oh man. But uh, is this a good way to wrap it up? Uh, introductions or? Uh, well, I was, I was, I don't, I don't know if you want to do an introduction. I was gonna do an introduction, inter- introducing you and me. Like, I'll, I'm gonna do that after I like, oh, after like, I listen to the whole this. thing. Oh, cool. After I listen to the whole thing, and I mean, if there's anything that I feel like really needs to get taken out, I'll take it out. Yeah. Um, and then I'll listen to the whole thing. And I'll basically like do like a quick synopsis and an introduction at the beginning. Like oh, this cool. is this is what we jump into. So wait, this is are what we're we talking to? Oh, so I don't need to introduce myself now. We don't have to like get to a point where we like three, two, one. Hi, my name is such and such. No, I don't think so. Oh, so you're not gonna really um polish it up you just it's more of a raw visceral kind of yeah i want this to be raw i want it to be more uh, just just conversation like like, i don't want it to be like you you watch youtube videos where it's like hi everybody welcome to this and and this is what we're doing and this is what the government's been doing about this and and then the second there's a gap the second there's a silence they jump cut to another word right so there's never any actual pause i like i like well you can still do that you can still do that there's a way to like whereas i think silence can say a lot more than words well okay okay or like because at 
the same time, you got to think about the radio station too. They're like, hey, okay, now we're back with um, such and such, and he is a researcher in, and then they go into their, and then they're like, they're like, so now tell me about, how do you feel about, and then that's how they they go into it. They use the silence, they use the actual non-cutting, um, polishing aspect, but they still bring a professional level to yes. it. They still say, hi, I'm here with Annabelle, and this is. Ryan Kahn on Ryan's Ryan Kahn's car cast, maybe? Or you title title und- undetermined. We're we're now at Harmonic Convergence. Convergence. Yeah. Harmonic Convergence Park podcast. You can't just say we're at the Harmonic Convergence because that means that it's a ten thousand year special event and all the planets are aligning. And last time that happened back in the seventies, there like people it was like this crazy thing where people all around the world were whoa, all whoa, meditating Wait, 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 wait. No one knows that. Wait, you could just be like, hey, welcome back to Harmonic Convergence. We're now here with Aaron Bell yeah. and <laughs> Ryan Khan. And today, we, I just want to go into it with this. How do you feel about being late? You know, like it's a very yeah, but 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 see, like just because we start off the topic wanting to talk about late to the class, yeah. we're gonna very ver, no, 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 no. I'm not saying. So I'm, I'm I just like saying introduction. Yeah. Yeah. As far I like as like the introduction, I think the idea of doing the introduction after the podcast. Oh, so so yes. that way, yes, that's so, fine. Yeah. So that way, I can listen to everything. I can take a few notes, yeah. and then I can actually just give a quick introduction. And it's got as a really great conversation I had today. I like uh, like uh, I we touched on a few different points uh dude i was uh talking to today is really cool guy. He's a musician doing this for this many this is how long um we actually did not talk about that but that could yeah be we didn't even talk that about could that. Be, that could be a whole other time because this is kind of cool yeah man as it's, as it's like started. it's like it's no it's there's no um pressure right we can talk about what anything we want yeah we can let our brains just yeah because i mean I, we, we call it um my old girlfriend ex-girlfriend um, she called it jumping trains, jumping trains. We, we jumped trains and we literally had a, 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 a conversation for 12 hours. Yeah. 12 hours straight. Jumping this trains. This is what, this is, this is what, you know, and, and to get into this quick topic, selecting a mate. <laughs> now, let me this tell you. This quick topic. Yeah, right. Well, how to well, date. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'll just tell you what, one of my things as far as what I look for in a girl, boy, conversation. Because mm-hmm. that twelve-hour conversation, so like I got off of class, like I was at the pool or whatever, and um, you know she's a lifeguard, no names, because whoever's listening, if she's listening, she can figure it out, she know. Um, <laughs> but literally, we had a conversation from the start of me getting out of the pool or seeing her to. Her getting off the clock, I, I stood, you know, on watch kind of with her while on her job for four hours. We were talking. Then, like, coming to the back of where the pool is on the campus and sitting in the parking lot talking for, like, another four hours. And then driving over to Walmart. And then, in, like, we just walked around Walmart, talked for, uh, like, an hour or two. And then we went out into the parking lot of Walmart, and we were just out there talking. And then that's when we got on the car. Like, for that 12 hours, it was, like, two consciousnesses connected. And just, we... But communicating through an archaic form of language. 
Well, we because if your like, brains well, were actually connected, okay. you wouldn't even need to use well, words. Okay, beyond that. Okay, okay, fine, fine. As far as uh, two people having a great ass conversation, that rarely happens in this day and age. I feel with texting and the social media, we barely see people and like who has the time for twelve hours, twelve hours. Because we went from talking, um, we literally went from it was like four p.m. or three p.m to 3 a.m. Yeah. 12 hours, and it was fucking amazing. That's crazy. And and that was the ter- determinant of me actually wanting to get into a, to a relationship with her, because I was like, well, shit, if we can talk like that this one time, I would love to continue to have that as far as having a girlfriend, like, because I love a girl who can hold a conversation. What about... It's so rare. It's yeah. Like, oh, my God. But have you ever wanted somebody who you can sit in silence with and feel completely comfortable as if you were by yourself? No, I don't like that aspect. I do not like the idea of if I'm in a room and it is completely fucking silence. It is silence. I'd rather be in a room by myself and know that there's silence. Why does that I'm make not... you uncomfortable? Well... I I will explain. Yeah, <laughs> um, it doesn't make me uncomfortable to be in a room with another person. I'm a very interactive person. Uh-huh. I have ADHD. I like to interact with people, like uh-huh. whether we're touching, whether we're laughing, talking. And when you're in that room, like now, now there's understood moments of silence. Like if we're, she's reading a book and I'm reading a book, or if I'm just doing something, she's busy and there's silence. I understand that. Yeah, you, don't get me wrong. That's fine. But if we conscientiously chose not to be talking for a long period of time in a silence, I absolutely, first of all, I hate silence because I think I have tinnitus because I've been listening to loud music for so long, for so many years. I do have a ringing of like, like in my ear, like like if there's silence around, I can hear a, like a buzzing. Like it's it's a faint buzzing, but I know it's like probably onset tonight. Yeah. It's like from listening to loud music. Like um, and so that bothers me, and that's why I fill it up with music. Like I li- I have to listen to music. I have to listen. Like I love speaking because that helps ignore that that weird buzzing that I hear. And then I love when other people are talking. Because then I love the conversation that comes from it. Because then it's just engaging. So yeah. I have a problem with being with a girl who is not apt to talking. And that was a, a girl that I dated before. And it got to a point where I'm like, why are we always like together in a room and we're not fucking conversating? We don't have to be conversating all the time. Well, what if not that, all the time? What if that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah not like yeah. all the time. I'm no, just saying, it, I get it, I get I'm it. just saying for it. the majority of the time that we're in a room together, uh-huh. at least like, Half of the time, we should be uh, like engaging and talking to each other and say, "Oh, hey, did you see this funny thing? Like, yeah, do you want to watch mean, this movie?" Well, like, well, well, you gotta think about: uh, well, is it because you are your thoughts, and she's not taking interest in your thoughts, so she's not really interested in you? Okay, before that, <laughs> it's not. It's like as far as oh no, man, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's always. Um, it's always. I could give a fuck always, about what what the person thinks. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like if you don't if you don't like me or my thoughts, or if you don't like my thoughts, like it doesn't. I'm I'm very secure in myself as far as confidence, as far as um my mental fortitude, as far as like what I need. I don't need another woman or another person in my life uh, to dictate the essence of who I am. Yeah. 
Like I'm so confident or, or secure in who I am that having another person to validate that it's not necessary. Uh huh. Because I could be single for till I die. I probably adopt some babies or like be a sperm donor or something like that just to pass on my lineage or whatever. But as far as that goes, I don't really need another person. The idea of having someone who can stay on my level or who can who can seems awesome. Yeah, that's that was the whole concept about why I like relationships. It's it's to have that person, that interaction, mm-hmm. as far as the the conversation pieces and stuff like that. But, but as far as like being in silence with somebody, fuck no, I hate that. I yeah. hate yeah. quiet girls. I I just can't deal because I like that well, girl in class. Oh my god. Yeah, yes. it doesn't seem like somebody I would want to hang out with. That girl um, who speaks about... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. The girl who is the, the, the raising her hand oh, uh, uh, constantly, who, yeah. who's always thought-provoking, or who maybe is really smart, and she may be bugging the class because she knows a lot, and she's, at, you know, stopping the teacher to, you know, uh, you know, uh, what is it, uh, re-evaluate or... Ex- explain whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 whatever about. she's trying to do. I would love... To if she was a talkative person, like now, don't get me wrong. I don't want the person who's running, running the mouth like of ten thousand miles per hour, and they're just like blah, 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 and they're talking about nothing. But when you're substantially talking about something that's real, or like uh, sometimes conspiracy theories, like if you're backing up scientific evidence with something that you believe is right or wrong, I like that because yeah. you're actually coming at it at an, an academical uh, or ac- objective, academically. An unbiased, Sound. unbiased. Well, it's still biased. It's still biased. Well, kind of. Well, depending. It depends I mean, on what we're talking about. Yeah, yes. definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I, I you, like talking if you had to a family like that. member. If you had a family member that died in nine eleven, right? But you, and then you you go on and say you're a proponent for uh, saying that nine eleven was an inside job. Well, you're obviously you're biased because you, you were personally affected by that. But see, as me, I don't even remember nine eleven. I didn't know oh, anyone who was, who was affected by 9-11. So, I mean, I, I, I really have no... It could be terrorists. It could be the government. It's all the same. Right, thing. exactly. Excuse me. I bit my cheek. And, like, I, I hate... You do what? Oh, you bit I your bit cheek. I bit my, my oh, cheek no. in, inner cheek. Oh, no, like, that sucks. And that now, it's like, now it's like a slightly like sticky outward. Or something, or like, yeah. And now you're going to bite it again like two hours later because oh, yeah, it's already am. swollen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I love I love meeting someone who can maintain intellectual stimulus. Yeah, that is my main premise in selecting a mate. In selecting a mate. All yeah. right, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what you gotta look out for. Maintain um, intellectual stimulus. I really liked the jumping jumping trains. Yes. So she created my so my ex girlfriend created this this uh, thing that we would do, and that that enacted a 12-hour conversation because we sat there and me and my best friend the second my best friend the second we do this process too. would go yeah. somewhere else so we could we could that. follow it yeah we could follow it and then what's amazing is if you can visualize this like imagine a train going right uh-huh. um now she she's put it in a different way but i'll explain mine imagine a train car is going and uh, you're you're the passenger on the train moving with the train mm-hmm. and then you go and hop to another car Hop to another car, not another train. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, the train so car. Another, the there, train car. Is there another train going in the opposite direction? Um, hang on. <laughs> so you're 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 this 
this continuum where you're or you're this person jumping to a train cart, a cart, car, yeah, another car, train box car. car. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then um, now that's another topic you're talking about, right? Yep, and then, another topic. And then, like, how me and my best friend do But it. that topic had to be related to the other car because no. they were connected, right? Well, sometimes. Sometimes. That's just sometimes, jumping cars. That's not jumping hang trains. Hang on, hang on. Well, wait, wait. I'm getting to the train the train thing. So, sometimes you're jumping train cars. Then there will be another train that's coming by, passing each other. Uh-huh. You can jump to that train. And it goes this way. But there's a long-ass train that's still going that way. You can jump back onto that train. Yeah, so it's like when we're train it's like hopping, we're in the middle we're, we're in the middle of a conversation about uh, train hopping, mm-hmm. then some asshole um, walks by and says, "Man, fuck Donald Trump!" Let me tell you. And then we and go we're gonna, back. We're gonna jump on it. We're gonna jump to, from car to car to car right. on that train for a little while, and then you can jump back to the, the, to the original train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what me and my best friend we we used to do as well. Um, we would we he would he would jump trains like almost consecutively, and I would jump back to the train and make him jump back to the yeah, train. Yeah, Because I'm like, dude, wait, we were. That's going, a we skill. Were, I mean, yeah. that's a, I mean, that's a really good way to put it. That's a really good way to put yeah. it. It's actually very ironic because I didn't think about. I actually was thinking about that this morning mm-hmm. because uh, my French teacher. He said he, he was starting. He was starting to say something, but train then he stopped. And he said, "Oh, I had to hop off that train for a second. Yeah, I had to hop off that train of thought. That's where the uh-huh. whole concept exactly, train exactly, of thought comes exactly. from. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a really great metaphor to think of that process because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that for the past couple months. Just the uh, the flow of conversation. This is why I like talking to you because you you have the ability to jump trains and then you can jump back. I that's can, well it's very yeah. difficult. Mm-hmm. I've I have the ability to jump trains like that. I can jump trains all day, but my problem is jumping back. Oh, well see, I but that's when you need the catalyst. Oh, I'll be that's the, when you need the reaction of the or the person who's like the tra- uh, what do you call the, the the train guy? Um the conductor. The conductor. Yeah. Uh, you need the conductor okay. to be like, "Hey, come back." I need you back here. We yeah. were talking about this, yeah. remember? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's like well, on the but, on the um, but, uh, intercom but, or something. But if yeah. I want to keep on doing podcasts, I need to be that conductor. I need to be the one that's that because because I can't I can't always count on my guest to be bringing me back into the conversation. That's right. True. Because exactly. I, I'm a conductor. You're great. I'm, at I'm it. a very like I've I've mastered. Well, it was because I was bullied uh, when I was going through uh, school. And uh, I, my my mind, I used to have seizures when I was three. Yeah. And I miraculously healed from however was it, it was. epilepsy or is it um, something else? I can't it? I can't tell you. It was like it was in my my childhood. Like it was like from like one, two, three, maybe. Um, but it was it was the the it was I guess it was just general childhood epilepsy or something like that. But I, I guess I grew out of it or something happened where I stopped having seizures. And the day that I stopped having seizure seizures we my mom said that uh we were at a it was like a bible class um Mm -hmm. i guess uh party or something like that or we were just at a party like a youth group event well yeah let's just call it that it was for bible studies um because we're non-denominational and everything and um so we actually um happened to um before okay the founder of this this bible school um, non-denominational. We just believed his true and correct name of God was Yahweh. 
Um, yeah, I don't go into it much because I'm more just spiritual and I'm more like I believe in the world yeah, as is. Yeah, but we yeah. can go into that later. But um, that seems like such a trivial thing to care about. So check this out, Yahweh. Well, opposed to Jesus, right? Why well, it well it really it, it's Yahweh as opposed to God. Yeah, but it's still it's still a shitty language coming out of our mouth as opposed to a thought process, which was the purest form of the thought, but or the purest form of. Let me right. So let me go into it. So as far as uh, I, my mom usually has my medicine, um, she said this was this is my mom's perspective, which she told me. Uh huh. And so my mom was like, "Oh my God, he's about to go into a seizure. I don't have I, I don't have his medicine. Oh my God." Because I remember that day eating a hot dog. Like, I remember... I have eidetic memory. I can recall information. It's almost like photographic memory. But I, I remember... I remember breast milk. Really? Oh, no, 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 no. I remember... Okay, tell me you remember this. And I'm going to jump back to the other train. But tell me you remember the circular bottle that had the hole in it. Or the... It has a... It has oh, a, it was like it was like a tube was a, of plastic, and it had the nipple on the top, but it was like a bag of... No, 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 no. It's it's the actual shape of a bottle. Like, there's a... there's a But there's a circle in the middle of the bottle. It's just the air hole. Like, you can grab it. Like, I'm, I'm really explaining this really badly, but just imagine... Is it a plastic cylinder? So, it's, it's a cylinder, yes. but it's enclosed, but there's a hole in the middle, as if you could reach and... Through the if your hand air. was small enough, yeah, you, you could, could reach you could, from one. End but to it's the a other. bottle; it, it holds liquids. It's a very designed. It's a cool designed bottle. It looks. It just has a. It has a circle in 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 between it, like if it was clipped out, like a hole punch, like a hole puncher. But it's a bottle. It's still sealed. It's a, it's a it's a baby bottle. It has a nipple on top, and it had you can put the formula or. You could put whatever the milk in it, and it it was like a fancy looking glass, or you know how um, they make those no. really cool. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'll trying to, as I'll, hard as I can. I'm racking my brain I for will, all I every will, solution. I will hang on. Um, let me see if I can I just don't think I, okay. I don't think I can remember something I never saw. Right, That's and I'm thing. gonna have to prove it. Yeah, yeah. baby <laughs> bottle with hole in the middle. Ah, someone uh, else did it too. Really, there was a baby bottle. That had a it's it's a very it was an old school it was an old See, bottle. If Google this one, this one, oh, these baby bottles. So your tiny hands could gri- grip on the each yes, side. It's, so it's a it's an oval shape with a hole in the middle, and it's a baby bottle. I remember drinking out of that. So the bottle the bottle is an enclosed this, bottle, but it goes it's, around. It's a bottle, the hole. but it has a hole in the in the middle. Yeah, it's it's. It, and it actually is if you could put your hand between it as a grip. Gotcha. Right. So I remember that as a kid. And I remember the smell, the warmth, and the taste almost. It's Nowadays, as I'm older, I can't really go that far back. But I remember the – I can vaguely remember – the smell, and I can vaguely remember the taste and the warmth of the bottle. No, but but, the, but is it is it selective or is it like is it like can you can can I can I tell you can I say all right when you were five years old January fifth what did you eat? No, I can I can it's like selective. That. I can I yeah. I can go back in my personal self and just recall memories. Like I can remember certain sights, smells, mm-hmm. sounds. It's really cool because I'm like I can't and sometimes I can remember something. But I can't utter it. Like I can't. Because when you say it, because when you had that experience, you didn't have the words to describe it. Maybe. Maybe. It's kind of weird. But 
so back to the train of uh, I was going to have a seizure at this Bible study or Bible class like um, party or whatever. We were outside. There was cookout. It was a cookout. It was a Bible class cookout. That's what it was. And uh, they had live mu- live music there. Um, nice. And the the founder of this Bible class was about to go into. He was he played the drums. So he was about to play music, but before he did that, he told my mom, he's like, don't worry. He's not going to have a seizure. He's fine. Just put him down. He'll be fine. Um, so apparently, they start playing music, and I start dancing. And I never went into a seizure ever again. Really? And I was like, either that was the power of music, or it was just my time frame for me to be done with my childhood seizures. Maybe all the activity of me dancing and enjoying the music. Maybe there was so much stimuli that happened at that one point. I don't know scientifically. I don't know spiritually. Well, I don't know what happened. What, but I what, what was the buildup that would lead to the seizures? I don't know. My mom, It would just my, happen it, randomly? I, my, yeah, I would just have seizures is what my mom told me. So she said, apparently there was this telltale sign that I was going to go into a seizure. And I've seen this before because it happened in one of my classmates in middle school he just kind of froze or he was just kind of there he started drooling and then all of a sudden he started convulsing and like he dropped to the floor and like he had a seizure it was kind of really crazy yeah no i've, I've seen it happen yeah. my, my yeah. best my best friend uh it only ever happens to him when he's on too many drugs oh yeah shit that's yeah. why i'm fucking drugs <laughs> yeah but uh um, but yeah so that's what happened my mom was like um so basically there was a telltale sign that i was gonna go into one and like so because I think I remember I was eating a hot dog. And that's as far as I remember. As, I remember that day. I remember the music. I remember the band. Like, that's probably where I got into music. Because I remember the sounds of the drums. And um, I always loved live music. And that's probably why I'm a musician now. Come to think of it. But, um, I mean, so, yeah. So, I've been miraculously Music, music is built into the human. Yeah. It's, and, and, that's, uh, and that's... DNA well, code. Even though it's built in, there are some people... My, my best friend's girlfriend now it was like i don't like music i'm like bitch you bitch. just don't like the you bitch. Just don't like what people play on the radio bitch um yeah exactly also you might have uh uh a, a nature or a nurture rather than nature response to music because somebody that you don't like listen to music well no and another and, thing and was, that could that could be a thing that um, she, she says she doesn't it. like she says she does not like music See, I, I don't know if that makes any... I don't know if that makes... There's music all over the world. There's music all around us. Yes. But maybe crazy? maybe she doesn't like... Because what music is, what we describe as music, is taking these random sounds that we find out into the world and, put, and, st- and th- shoving it through a mathematical database. That's essentially what music is. I didn't know that. I, what? Elaborate. Beat. Uh, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Yeah. One. You can go boom, boom, butter, butter, boom, boom. It's not really a song. It's not going in a beat. It's just a whole bunch of notes. But you stick it through that mathematical formula. You find out exactly what fraction of what second am I supposed to play this note, and that's what makes that tiny little bit of tension, and then the release, which is why you like that song. Oh, well, yeah, as far as uh, the composition of music, this is maybe what the definition of what you just said. It's the composition, because the composition is the mathematical layout? Yes. Okay, I think that's what it is, yeah, the composition of music. And and it exists in all forms of society, or civilizations, because 
Did you know in Japan, which is why Japanese music does probably sound really cool, they have more notes in their yeah、um, uh, microtonals. Um, because we well no、uh, well as far as it goes, we have seven notes in the、uh, in the scale in the mi fa sol la ti do a b c d e f g. Yes, A B C D E F G. Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti. Then back to Do Do Re Do. Right. Then so the seven notes that we have in the American、um, culture, and but over in Asia they have like, is it ten or ten notes more? So like ten for, notes no more. Well, yeah. For example,、so、they have、17? A B C D E F G A or H I J K. Like for example. They have, but, but more we、letters. have sharps and and, and yeah, we have sharps and、uh, flats. flats. Yeah, so、but、they have like we have seven notes that make up music all together. There's just seven major notes that a, make B, up a C, that D, ma- e, that, F, no、G. no that's that make that makes up a scale. No 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 no. I'm saying、right? in in the entirety of music, there exists only A B C D E F and G. That's how we've decided to categorize it. Right, we only have seven notes in our Western Hemisphere culture and music, but in Asian music, there's like ten or twelve. As far as, for example, A B C D E F G and, H I J K, and those、L. still have、M. flats and sharps. I think so. Is that crazy? See, that doesn't make any sense because. But it doesn't make sense because we're not in the Asian hemisphere. We're、do、not in re the... mi fa sol la ti do. When I get the do, I'm back where but, I started. But exactly.、That's、but they probably could go seven higher. Seven notes in between. Probably... Right. Whereas we know. Oh,、uh, I, seven... I, I just I just jumped a whole a whole um, what's it when you when you talk octave? About... Yeah, I just, I just jumped a whole octave. Right. But there's twelve notes in an octave. That are seven major. And then, yes, and then everything in between. Right, but that's what I'm saying. In another place, they have、um, more. It's kind of crazy. But back to another train because yeah, these, there's、weird. some other trains、that、to get、weird. into. But um, so uh, yeah, miraculously healed from uh, seizures, uh, got into、uh, music. But as far as my how my brain is, how as far as like how I am,、um, intellectual stimuli. I think. I'm not saying that I'm a superhuman, or I, I, I'm not saying that. Like, the, I feel as though the seizures have made me, my brain hyperactive.、Um, my, however, whatever happened during that time, my brain, and this is why I, I got diagnosed with、um, ADHD and ADD when I was younger, because I was always like, maybe it's a form of autism. Maybe I'm like a the Um, the better genetic slice of autism, maybe I don't you know. I I don't fucking understand the brain. Who knows what the brain does? Right, exactly.、Yeah. So all I know is the way I think and process information. I have a very distinct way to、um, process data.、Um, sometimes I'm lazy in some areas,、um, but as far as my memory goes,、uh-huh. I can I can recall very well,、um, and. And you know it's funny. I don't have photographic memory. I really cannot just. I mean, I can I can visually remember something very well, 
But as far as like, I'm, I think I'm partial photographic memory because I'm like, so I cannot sit there and look at this entire piece of paper here and be like, okay, so at Humana, we understand how important doctor patient relationship is to heal health and well-being. And, and I cannot re- probably, I can memorize that statement. Of course, but you can't look at it for a second and then read it in your head. Right. That's what, I, that's what some people can But I can, I can go back and remember that I read what this was saying. Yeah. I can remember what just I, I don't think that's that true. I don't think that's true photographic memory. I right. Think true photographic memory is when is they can instantaneously go back. They can read verbatim, word for word, that, without without having right. read it in the first place. Yeah. They just have to look at it. Yes. And then they it's can. In their head. They can look at it and they can always recall. And like I wish I did that with textbooks. If I could go back to page forty-two, I remember it says. The basics. The life well, here's means, the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. You just need to sue the school because they have unfair treatment to people without photographic memory. Because people, I mean these these tests, these tests aren't aren't, aren't designed fairly. Because he has a photographic memory, which means he's going to be doing better at the test than me. That's fine. That doesn't mean he's going to do better in life. Yeah. No. I'm just. I'm just. I'm making. Yeah. A joke was, about, was, oh, that was a joke. Yeah. You no, sound. It was. So it, was it was satirical. Oh. Oh, it was okay. satirical. I, I'm bad with sarcasm. By it's, the all, way. it's all good. I hope you noticed that because, like, I, 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 I take people face value as yeah. well. So if you said something and you're being sarcastic, I kind of don't register. It's all good. I'll make yeah. sure. I'll make sure I announce. Uh, this is sarcasm. Good, good. Because right. sometimes I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? And they're like, no, dude, I'm fucking around. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. You you sounded serious. But but um but but. but well, well, even though what I was saying is satirical, it does ring true in a sense because I mean they've done they've done because they take blood samples for uh, for everyone in the Olympics to make sure that they're not on using steroids um, exactly. Yeah. They've been, they analyzed those blood samples and they've started reading the genetic code of people in the Olympics. They found that pretty much almost everyone who has the athletic ability to be in the, in the Olympics has a special genetic line Marker. of code yeah. that most unathletic people don't have so if you don't have that code if you don't have that one special mutation that makes you slightly more athletic your chances of getting into the olympics are close well, to nothing who's all trying to get into the olympics is the question the people who are born with these genes and realize that they have a knack for athletics right so then those are the ones who are going to do well and then the others who aren't going to be in the olympics like myself I don't have the genetic need to go into the Olympics. I will go elsewhere and do something else in life, which is the beautiful thing about the world in which we live. Yeah. Not everybody is designed to live in the United States. Some but people want to live to, you know, move to Peru. But there's that one, there or, is that, there's going to, there's going to be that one kid who Indonesia. grew up with his, with his parents, um, watching the Olympics every year. And they kept on talking about how prestigious it is. And then they're like, Oh, well, I, I'm going to become, I'm going to go to the Olympics. When okay. I, when we'll go. Well, and yeah, and, but what, and they're going to fail and fail and fail and fail because their biology is literally not built for it. Right. Um, so, do you have to make harder tests for someone with uh, photographic memory? No. Because just because you have photographic memory, again... Doesn't mean you know how to utilize it. Well, not even that. Just, say I had photographic memory, 100%. Everything I looked at, I was like a savant. And I just knew fact after fact after fact after fact. Take a test, get an A, ace, ace everything. Um, does that mean I'm going to do well in life? Look at most savants. 
most of them are socially inept. Mm -hmm. They can't, they can't, they can't actually um, function well in society because their main skill and what their brain mainly can do is only photographic re recollection. Not, not in all cases. Not in all cases. Yeah. But most savants, um, yeah, maybe some people can go out there like another famous person who has photographic memory, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Oh, Wait, isn't he the multi-million dollar? He's the second... He is the second richest man in the world. Well, maybe the third. Uh, because now there's Jeff, Jeff Bezos, who's the creator of Amazon, and then Bill Gates. And then Warren Buffett. He is the uh, stock market guru. Gotcha. Uh, the Omaha uh, Oracle. The gotcha. Oracle of Omaha. Okay. And I follow uh, after his stock market investing um, uh, reviews and research. Uh, because he had photographic memory, and that's how he became a millionaire by the age by the age of 35 he was looking on the wall street journal he would recognize that certain numbers were either rising or falling and he he saw patterns and he could recall those numbers on certain dates that he looked at the paper and he was able to make a prediction and that's where he would put some of his his, his money into investing and uh he was really just learning the numbers and seeing the values whether they're uh, ought to go up or down and he did it over time he did a long-term analysis from his his uh photographic memory and he went to college and um and he graduated uh from cambridge university or some like caltech or wherever he wherever he went the point is he had photographic memory and he's well off and he made that that determinant some other people who, who have photographic memory probably aren't well off and they probably only um it depends on what you want to do in your life. So yeah. it's all, it's all, it's all a variance. It's all a, it's, it's all, that's why I like some of the things is statistics, like population variance and standard deviations. Like it's a way to measure certain things and what people are doing or the numbers, the data. So in putting it into the real world, just because someone has a certain uh one up on someone doesn't mean they're actually going to use their one up yeah yeah they might just fall off the face of the planet and just they're they're going to probably be yeah. like that person who memorizes the fuck out of uh like league of legends or something with their photographic memory yeah well he's you know, played or... he's played the first level of mario a hundred times he right knows where to get all the secrets right but he puts the controller down on level two and never finishes the game or that yeah and it's it's like wow wow yeah. Hey, you know what would be a really cool experiment? Jumping the trains. J just doing a session of jumping trains. And not going back. Without, and not being allowed to go back. You're not allowed to go back on a topic once you've jumped from that topic. So that's where we say we join the improv group here at Daytona. Oh, that's, that's essentially what it is. That is literally, it? that's why, oh, and man. that's why I, I was, I, I, I participated in one of the improv groups before, and, uh. I liked it because I am I am quick on my feet uh, when it comes to things like that. Yeah. Um. That this the hyperactivity of my brain. Mm -hmm. I have the ability to hyper um, focus or hyper, I guess, become hyperactive. Like so, I can be the train jumper and just never go back. Like, I have the choice, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, man. We definitely sure. got to cut it short now. All We're right. on two hours now. <laughs> okay, all right, We're eight so minutes short of two there. hours. All right. Two minutes or two hours. 
two minutes felt like like not. I mean, two hours felt like two minutes. Yeah, man, it's crazy how fast that passed by. We just got out of class like a second ago. Yeah, it's like damn, we've been here, and we didn't even talk about music. (laughs) It came up. It came up. Oh my god, we didn't. Probably, probably another time. It will. It will. Let you take this. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm new, if I'm gonna do an outro, then I'll I'll record an outro later. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, this has been this yeah. has been fun, guys. How's it going? All right, yeah. bye bye.